joined by Adam Nelson of Culturally Distinct Podcast and Jamika the Lawyer, Jamika Wester in the building. Thanks, you guys, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? These are two of Houston's movers and shakers that I have here in the room, constantly doing big things. And I'm sure if you want to know about anything or if you want to hear about anything, you're following the two of them on their social platforms. So I'm really honored to have you guys here on this Wednesday night. Houston's weather is feeling pretty good, wouldn't you say? It's kind of kind of cooling down a little bit. Adam, what made you start your podcast, Culturally Distinct, here in Houston, Texas? Let's talk about Adam Nelson. Well, first, yeah. I noticed that in our community, our black community, we had a lot of people that was here in the Houston area that was doing a lot of great things that was unexposed. Yeah. Right. So and I had a lot of relationships with people. Uh, so I said, man, you know, why not get their stories on camera? Mm -hmm. So that's one reason. That's another reason why I started the podcast. And, and then I'm here in a great city of Houston, even though I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, <laughs> which is a great culture of people <laughs> and a great mixture of people. But Houston was like a melting pot of multicultural people. Right. So I said, well, we could we could get some of this because at the time during the pandemic, when my podcast started, we was a lockdown, but Houston and Florida was two places that yes, wasn't. Yes, that's right. So a lot of people was traveling to Houston. So the first time in Houston, it's like, wow, Houston is what it is. And now you have a lot of people from California, Florida, Alabama that's moving to Houston because of podcasts like yourself and mine. And they notice it's like, wow, all this stuff is going on. So they start decided to come to Houston. But yeah, that's one reason why I started the podcast. These are two New Orleans. You hear me? So is the culture, is the New Orleans culture here in Houston? Because I feel like it's, I feel like half of Houston is Louisianians. It is. 50%. Yeah. yeah I feel I like. I wouldn't say 50%, but if you know, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. a Louisiana person, a New Orleans person especially, if if you meet a cool person, they're usually from Louisiana. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm from Houston, and we the coolest. <laughs> I mean, but y'all not friendly. Like, y'all don't have we that southern friendly. hospitality. We like, do, we, this is the South, honey. Lisa is friendly. I, I mean, you I are. I get in trouble you for You are friendly. friendly. Yes. Are, I'm are. a true southern woman, as a matter of fact. But you got a lot of friends from Louisiana, right? My, that, husband, was, my <laughs> husband was from Louisiana. He probably did teach me a lot. But, yeah, I, I mean, I love the Louisiana culture here. I love it. I get mistaken from Louis, for Louisiana a lot, yeah, too. But my family yeah. was from Lake Charles or, mm -hmm. or or grew up there. They're, you know, native Houstonians, but came back after college. And um, because of my family, I have a lot of, you know, friends from Louisiana. That's kind of one of the reasons how I met you, Adam. Correct. Right. And when I met you and connected with you, I feel like my circle grew, too, because you're well-connected. Well, I don't say well-connected. I think it's more of an energy thing. <laughs> I only connect with people that ha I have similar energy with. Really? Right. So I, I look at life in a positive realm. I, I think life is half, half full spectrum. Yeah. So I tend to kind of mess with people that have that same mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess if you want to say... I'm connected. I want to talk to you about relationships, marriage, and the city of Houston. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, I think, one, it's about uh, how people look at, one, themselves, right? So I think that people that, and this this could uh, go to people that have been in relationships, not a marriage, but been in, in a situation for a long period of time mm -hmm. because they still got to deal with that other person. I think it's more of how you look at it, you know, and, and, 
if you guys are willing to evolve together. Because a lot of people, when they get into relationships, they have this understanding like, oh, this is what it is and that's it, right? I married this woman or I married this man. They have everything together, whoop the whoop, whatever. I like it. I like their body. I like their mindset. But they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand that that changes yes. over time, 100%. right? And But the thing is, if you're not willing to change with the person, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to deal with it. You know, especially in a city like Houston, where yes. you have a lot of, uh, uh, I call it a buffet. Oh. You have a buffet of options. Yeah. Right? Even when you and your mate are going through, like, you know, some hard times. Yeah. And you might have somebody that's there to, like, okay, well, to pick off where your mate yes. isn't, you know, putting in. It's easy to go to that, but I, I, I think it's just perspective on how a person looks at relationships. So you understand how people can be married a long time and can consider divorce. Mm-hmm. You're not divorced, but as a person who's been married, you can understand like, okay, maybe I've had enough. I want a divorce or maybe, or maybe your wife can say that um, there, there will come a point in your relationship where you feel like, I'm not sure if I want to stay in this. So that's the reason why I bring that question up to mm-hmm. you because it doesn't, it didn't mean like the seven years before were bad. It just meant like you, could have come to a point. Do you understand how people can be married for a while and then just be like done? Or do you encourage people to stay married and just stick through the tough times? Like Michelle Obama was talking about how her her and Barack had like a 10-year bad phase. Yes. So it's a fun fact. Did you know that out of 70% of relationship, relationships that go bad, women initiate the divorce? Yeah, because guys won't. Right. Yeah, because we we're willing to stick it out. No, no, y'all really not sticking it out. Cheat. Why That's that, it out. There we go. <laughs> no, stick well, it out. We might cheat. Stick okay. it out with a side chick. Right. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> and that's a whole another discussion. We could talk about that. Oh, that's a discussion right now. <laughs> but most women are really initiating these divorces. Yes. Right. But the thing is, most not all, most women, right, that in these divorces, they really need the man because they're codependent on the man. Even if they're, even if they are, uh, they have a successful uh, lifestyle in terms of making money. They still need that man emotionally, but a lot of women don't realize that. I'm not blaming. I'm not. I'm not. not I'm not blaming a lot. Adam, of, you need a woman. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, the same way that a woman needs a man, a man needs a woman. Yes, like, I agree. The way that our bodies are connected, we need each other. I agree. Okay. I agree, but I'm saying that sometimes emotions towards one party overtakes them and they make a bad decision divorce yes please that's my opinion how were you married jamika no i was never married are you looking forward to it or is marriage not an option for you it it doesn't have to be okay i mean would you be like oprah like just be with someone for a long time yes would you be interested in a polygamous relationship? No. Mm. Like, a, what about an open relationship? Is that the same thing? Polygamous, yeah. Mm, no. I yeah. Wouldn't, I, no. So you would be interested in being in a committed, exclusive relationship, but not necessarily rings in the paperwork. I mean, I guess that's the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be open and it wouldn't be polygamous, but I, I, I would feel like at a certain point, we have to be past all the yes. plan and all that kind of stuff because, I mean, I'm getting up in age, and so it's just like 
you are you really at 60 going to be dating five five women is, is that what you're going to be doing it doesn't even um, work like i mean that. for me i don't like like he said like most women are dependent on men i don't depend on a man for anything other than companionship and so if that's not something that we can do and it be peaceful then i'd rather just be alone well so we gotta look at the nature of a man right and we talked about this the other day the nature of a man is to text and hunt <laughs> we we god made us like this well let me take out the tag can i take that out they're predators pursue we, we are we are made to hunt okay in our nature we hunt down our prey and we bring it back to whomever, right? That's in our nature. We can't take that away from us. So if you're a person... Where do you get that from? Because nature? a lot of men say that that's yeah, their nature. We hunt and bring things back. What have you hunted and brought right. back other than a woman and ruined a life? What, like, no, that's like right. what else have you done? Okay. I'll answer <laughs> your question. Because, y'all, we're not in a primal state anymore where you guys are really going out hunting right. and bringing food back and all those things. We're contributing in the same way that you guys are. So, so to answer your question, you said, where did I get that from? So I look at everything as nature, right? When God first created man, right, he gave him certain principles. Adam, are you for real right now? I mean, <laughs> we're not even going to do this. <laughs> we're going back to the Bible. We got to because okay. we got to look at the original nature of things. Okay. Right? He said, okay, man, multiply the earth, cultivate the earth. And what do you say? Multiply the earth and cultivate the earth. He didn't say nothing about love. Oh, my God. A woman. He didn't say, he just said, and protect. I'm sorry, and protect. That's the three things that God told a man to do. He was lonely, so he created Eve. And Eve was the, was the soft side, the nurture of the man, of the, the support of the man, the love of the man, because we didn't have that. We wasn't designed to do that. God designed us to. Name everything in the garden, protect everything, right? Cultivate the earth and multiply. He never said, well, you're going to be soft and you're going to love. Being soft is not <laughs> lacking love. And the Bible created us in his image. And the Bible tells us mm -hmm. that God is love. So that shuts down that whole argument right there, okay? Men, there are men who are emotional and soft and nurturing, caregivers like that is a part of a man we we got to stop acting like that that's not a part of a man there are amazing men they make great partners by the way because of their nurturing faithful loyal loving side we we have to start embracing the fact that there are men out there there are like good that. men out out there yeah it's 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 men like and i don't want to say men like you but there's <laughs> men that have that same mindset that make you want to make you try to believe that this is what a man's supposed to do. He's supposed to have a whole bunch of women. He's right. supposed to dog women out. He's supposed to be a predator and be a hunter and all this kind of stuff. And it's just a lot of bull. It is. You can say it. All right, let's hope. I'm not saying that being a whore is a man's personality. One, men pick up habits from women to satisfy women, Right. You guys teach us how to love you. Because initially, we don't know how to do that. Your mom taught you. Right? Yeah. So, because if, if it wasn't for a woman's nurture, we wouldn't know nothing. We'd just be out here savages, right? So that's one. Two, I'm not saying be out here irresponsible. Take care of your responsibilities. But at the same time, 
And you guys could quote me on this. All right. Is marriage realistic for the average man like yourself? Faithful. Okay. Same partner for the rest of your life. Let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else. No times out. No time out. Oh, okay. Right. That's why I wanted him on this show. The whole argument that he's making is just crazy because you are married. So why didn't you talk to your wife about being polygamous? Why did why wasn't that an option for y'all in y'all's relationship? Because no, I don't want to be polygamous. Feel, okay. Because it's too oh. much energy to have multiple women. Oh my God. Too much of responsibility. Yeah. Having one woman is a lot in itself. Okay, I hear that argument. What about just having like a little taste of a part like just like a one night stand here from there, city to city. No, nah, like, because women are emotional and you get attached. No, not if you're in this city for the weekend. But still, they find out social media is a real thing. And they can find you on social media, and then they blow up your whole situation. And I'm not doing it. I rather That's it. now, though. That that right. just became a thing. And even still with that, that, that still right. doesn't stop men from eating. They see stop. everybody's spot getting blown up, and they still have a side chick, and they think their side chick is not going to tell. Right. So Every chick going to tell. And you, today <laughs> I, I was scrolling down my social media, <laughs> right. and I now, saw Adam as a husband. Yes. Is it, answer this with a yes or no. Yes, ma'am. Is it quite possible to meet one woman and be married to her? How long have you married? Ten years? Ten years. Be married to her for ten years and never step out? Absolutely. Yes. To that, to answer your question, yes. What's the caveat to that, too? What's the caveat? If that woman is doing everything that pleases that man. Oh, my God. I feel like you're moving. I feel like you're moving the pole here. Yeah. Every man isn't the same. Now, do you, like we talked about this other night, cheating. Because Jamaica said cheating, the term cheating. Cheating is, my definition of cheating is, is something that I think everybody does. Okay, let's talk about cheating. Jamaica, is cheating a deal breaker for you? It just depends on what happens. It depends on what the circumstance is. It depends on how I find out. Okay, let's break it's it down. Because I don't Adam think cheating is, is the worst thing that okay. a person can do to you. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I, I, what is it for you, Adam? So my definition of cheating is I think, I think one, I think everybody cheats. Yeah, no. But this is according to my definition. So I'm going to give an analogy. If I didn't know Jamaica and I saw Jamaica, and I was, say I was with my wife, right, and I saw Jamaica at a bar. And I was flirting with Jamika in front of my wife. Mm-hmm. So if I see Jamika again without my wife and I flirt with her, that's not cheating. But if I'm with my wife and I see Jamika, I say nothing to Jamika with my wife present. But now my wife is gone and I see Jamika and I flirt with her, that's cheating. Anything that you do outside the presence of your mate is cheating. But it's it can't... If you're flirting with someone and you're married, just because your wife gave you permission to flirt with me doesn't mean it's okay. Like, but, to me, it would be disrespectful. Like, why are you approaching me and you have, well, my wife is cool with it. It doesn't, just because your wife is, because guys will approach you, like, and you'll say, like, I have a, a boyfriend or I, I'm married. They'll be like, I am too. Well, just because y'all think it's okay doesn't mean it's okay over here. So it does, it does, that line does get blurry because just because it's okay for y'all to do it, doesn't mean you get to get over here and disrespect me. True. I think that it's okay. I, I think I understand what you're saying. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. But I don't think that it's an overt act of disrespect. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be offended. Yeah. I wouldn't I think it's. I have a question. But so would it be- do you accept drinks? 
When I was married, I did not accept drinks. Okay, well, you wasn't a cheater, but most women are going to accept the free drink. Yeah. That's not a cheater if it's okay in your partnership to accept a drink from somebody. If, See, that's if what I'm saying. If I go saying. home and I'm like, hey, we were at Houston's, somebody sent us a bottle of wine. Why like, do you have well, to be fair. my everything where I have to only get a drink from you, only talk to no, you, no, no, no. only, like... But if we been together for if you have together. that understanding and we've, been, and we've been together 10 years but this never took place and now you want to be this new person that becomes a problem yes. i mean yes it's going to be a right? problem because a change in behavior is always going to yes. be a problem which how is, many drinks have you guys received that it didn't come with a conversation a lot yeah a it, lot. it doesn't matter like the i think a lot of stuff is just trivial we started mm-hmm. this conversation off with like thinking that asking about whether men and women can be platonic friends yes. mm-hmm. can they like we went on a whole tangent and it's just like we get into the weeds of it all in the minutia and it's just like there's more than you and i in the world when we're in a relationship True. yeah we have to interact with people absolutely and so if you're gonna scrutinize every encounter that i have then yes it's gonna seem so like I'm a cheater. We, we on the same side then I mean, good no, job, I don't agree with you at all. Adam is very good job. convincing. Be careful. Question, why are y'all friends? So when I, so Adam was actually working on his podcast, and I was at a party, of course, and um, our paths crossed, and Adam found me and hit me up and said he was working on a podcast, would so I be interested? Mm-hmm. We met up to speak. We met up at Glorious, Glorious to talk about the podcast and have some drinks at a bar. The first thing that Adam said to me was, I'm a married man. You know, I've been married for this long. Very respectful. Yes. I mean, I never felt uncomfortable. I never felt like he was hitting on me. He was like, what are you drinking? Do you want another drink? Bought me drinks. Um, and then we, we did talk about business. But when we were done, we were like, let's go to Hinky and Pilot. Mm-hmm. We went and hung out. We had fun. And then I ran into people later, and they were like, Adam is this and that. And I was like, Adam is like that? I've never, I've never known him to be like this. Like, who have you been around? And then when I started to get to know Adam and I started to get to know more of his friends, I'm like, I met a really good version of Adam. The Adam that I know has always, Lisa, are you okay? You you sit here, y'all, y'all drinking what y'all drinking. Like, he's always been like um, a protector around me and my friends. I've always felt really safe and comfortable. I've never felt out of pocket. But the more that I've gotten to know Adam... <laughs> I feel like maybe I was just a lucky person that met, I met this good version of Yeah, I feel like that was inappropriate, but, I mean, according to his standard, I feel like that would have been inappropriate. What would have been inappropriate? Um, meeting, Amer- well, not the first encounter, but the leaving the bar and going to a second bar. Yeah. I think that that was inappropriate. Yeah. What do you think, Adam? What did your wife think? She was good. She was cool. She knew my whereabouts. Yeah. And I invited her, actually. I was like, come over to the hey. mm-hmm. And I and I did feel comfortable because I met your wife um, when we did the live podcast. Mm-hmm. I met her, and I met when we were in New Orleans, New Orleans and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I and I felt like you were the same person. See, that's why I liked you, Adam, because you were the same person while your wife was there. If you would have acted different and towards me right. while she was there, I w- I would have felt uncomfortable with our friendship. Right. And I did notice that Adam has a lot. A female friend. He does. Now, me as a partner, that would make me very uncomfortable. I'm going to just be honest. Mm-hmm. His wife, it was like five five of us there, baddies, everybody. His wife was just chill, cool. She was there with her girlfriend, having a good time. So I felt like 
she really knows Adam and really trusts Adam. I, I didn't have, but I, I can definitely see, like for me, a married man leaving and going to the bar. I would have definitely thought it would, but that's Adam. I mean, old friends, yes, but new friends. Yeah, brand it, new friends. Think about it, guys. You guys are beautiful women, right? Would you guys prefer to be hanging around beautiful men, beautiful, smart, successful men, or just guys that's out here just trying to smash? Well, I'd rather hang with my homegirls. Yes. With... <laughs> I don't hang with no dudes. I don't do with those. Of course you don't. Because they talk about the same thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I, so yeah. do the girls. But I, I'd rather hang with women because women have a different insight than men. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. smash, though. Think about it. If I was trying to... We don't know that. Yeah. I'm not. How would we know? Because, look, I don't have crew <laughs> you intentions. know? You guys... All right, so you guys know if a man is trying to smash a chick. The no, because they he... are very subtle with it. They really? are very subtle with it. And a lot of women... Pursue men, and that I think that's what yes. a lot of men depend on. Yeah, and I have noticed that too. I definitely have noticed. Like uh, this is what I have noticed, Adam. Mm-hmm. Men will say, "I'm a married man." Yes, and you know what that's called for? I'm, I'm letting available. you know what it is. Right. So if you want to be down, you already got to fall in line. So have you guys heard what this young lady was saying on social media? It made so much sense, and I'm glad a young sister said this. She said that. She was married for, she's been married for like 10 years, she said, but she was t- talking to a group of women. And she said that her and her husband came to a point to where she knew he wanted to have sex with other women and she wanted to have sex with other men, but they didn't want to leave each other. Mm. So she told him, she, this is what she was telling the girl. She said, I told him straight up, look, this is what it is. I still love you. We still have our kids. We still have our businesses, our houses, whatever. We're not getting rid of that. It is what it is. Thing is, you go out there and smash who you want to smash. I'm gonna smash who I want to smash, and we're not gonna say nothing about it. And we're gonna come and be kumbaya. And a lot of people are doing that, but that's the first time I heard it communicated. That's polygamy. No, it's not. Yeah, that's you still an open your, marriage. You, it's kind of open. Yeah, but you're not open because you're just you're just not putting it in each other's face. Right, and that's the first time I heard it being communicated. I would like to see her say that in five in five years, how they give us an update of what's going on because. When you open those type of doors, yes. you don't know what type of uh, feelings, emotions, drama, trauma is going to come. And it's hard to make rules and set boundaries when you do things like that. Mm-hmm. Because you you leave your husband with the, with the wrong chick. She may do all the things that you don't do. And he gets, he gets emotionally involved with her. And then and then what? Yeah. So then, Can I, full, full transparency. Full there. disclosure. Come all on. All right. The thing about me, what? In marriage, it taught me how to open up and how I really feel. This hurts, this hurts my feelings. Yes. I don't like when you do that. When you say that, it hurts my feelings, but it helps me, right? And it, and it builds, when it builds me, it builds us. Yeah. That does make your relationship better, but that's the only way you're going to have a successful relationship is being able to communicate and expressing vulnerability. Remember what I said? I don't know if you remember what I said the other night about at the dinner table. They asked me, what what is your... I guess your understanding or your your uh, thoughts on a successful marriage. Mm-hmm. The first thing I said is you got to be able, when your mate hurts your feelings, you got to be able to accept it, right? Because a lot of people get their feelings hurt. Yes. And they think it's over. Yes. I'm fat. I can't believe it. My hair is nappy. Yes. Oh, I don't get my, you know, my hygiene is not where it needs to be. Yes. Right? But if your mate tells you that, they tell you that out of love because yes. they want you to do better, right? 
But a lot of people can't accept that. Yes. And when you marry, you, you you're not stuck, but you're with that person. Yeah, you have to have the conversation. You got to. Yes. The if not, your marriage is not going to go. It's not going to go the distance because you're keeping stuff in. Yes. You start to hold a grudge. Yes. And then you start to pursue other people to fulfill the need. Hallelujah. Because it's not being met here. And really, you just should have told that person, like, you need to brush your teeth or floss a little bit more. That's it. Instead of them thinking, like, why you never want to kiss me? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> that's your man and that's your woman. And yes. whenever they go outside, they represent you. Right. Right. What is this? That This is not what we are drinking, Adam. No, we. Okay. this is uh, Fiji water, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, it does come. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Drink of choice. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, if you're. It's it is important to look a certain way for your spouse, but it's also important, you know, to look a certain way for yourself. Yes, absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. I'm not coming outside looking a mess. I just think that if you want a certain, I guess, a certain thing in life, you have to present yourself with. Yes, that. now I. You agree. know what I mean? You can't go in the courthouse looking a mess when you represent a client. No, it's sometimes I feel like I just feel like I look a mess. I mean, no. I mean, my face is still my face, right. so I'm never gonna just be a mess. Well, most be- <laughs> most beautiful people think don't think they're beautiful. Right? No, I think I'm beautiful. Oh, okay. I, 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 in fact, I know I'm. Beautiful. Oh, watch out! <laughs> hey, I know that's right. I feel like I'm the most beautiful that I've ever been in my life. Like yeah. right now, not in my twenties. Like yeah, right now, you know, I, I'm I the feel most that confident. Way too. Everything. Do you feel like that, yeah. Adam? What I you, do. What's crazy? A lot of women in their forties and fifties. Oh, very, like they're way, they're way more sexy. Yeah, they're ladies, they're queens in their forties and fifties, and they're living in that essence of being a woman. But we've hit the wall, according to the red pill nah, in, in nah, the in the podcast, nah, man. Nah, you know, to me, I love it. I love a, what what an older woman. You should not love nothing. You love to see it. That's what you mean. What you, love. you mean you love yeah. to see it? No, I love, you love to see it. When an older person is living in their essence, like for instance, an older person, confidence. <laughs> it's, it's the confidence that you see that's attractive. Yes, because you yeah. guys like grand granddaddies now with the gold no, with the gray like, beards. I don't like granddaddies. Oh, listen, it's so I like dad bods are in. Dad bods are in. No, they've never been in for me. Really? I like a runner's body. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dad I, I like a gym. I like a guy who spends some time. I could tell that he's lifted a weight oh, or two. He gonna stick no. Yeah. Shout out to the guys. See, when you that. start talking like that, the men with the dad bods be like, no, no, no. Drinking Confidence is what you get. At this, at this age, too, there's not, um, there's not things that we, there's not an age anymore that we have to reach something at this point. We've kind of hit things, so we're not, like, trying to attain anything. Uh, we don't have to wait for a couple more years to be a part of the conversation. We can be a part of any conversation, young or old, these days. So that's also a part. Of, now that opens up, like, a variety of what we can and can't entertain. Mm-hmm. I think we can entertain anything we yes. want to <laughs> It's up to the individual, and it's up to you communicate. Right? We all grown at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? We're grown. Yeah. All you do is communicate it. Right? I think effective communication is a big thing that we don't realize how important it is. If you're effective in your approach and when you speak to someone and your intentions. Do y'all think text messaging is an effective form of communication? I feel like text messaging is a quick form of communication to 
send it's, a short and sweet yeah, message. It's lazy. It's it's not. It's a deal breaker for me. If a person, really, yeah, if a person is only able to communicate with me only through text, text. Yeah. and and that's days that go by and we haven't had a voice conversation or the voice conversation is thirty seconds to three four minutes. That's not a part because I know how important communication is in a relationship. That's not viable relationship. I mean, we could play with it as long as we want, but that's not going to go the distance. Mm. I never heard that before. I mean, I think it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of like can let you know a lot about a person, the way they text, their grammar, like yes. how they. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can kind of <laughs> know like w- what we're going to do with this whole situation through a text message. Like, okay, it's. it's, it's oh, so you're a talker. Yes, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. Right. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know that either. That's that's good to know. But you well, know what? My girl told me when I first moved here a couple of years ago. She said, "She said, where do you live?" And I told her well, I was living at the time. And uh, she's like, "Oh, you married?" I said, "How you figure?" Because you were out there in the bar. She said, "Anywhere outside of Bellway Eight, you're married." <laughs> for sure. I was like, I didn't think about that, even though I was married. But uh, <laughs> oh you gotta tell them you're married from the initial jump because if y'all oh go any further, God. you already know what to expect. This is my wife in the background washing dishes. <laughs> Look, I gotta get off the phone. I'm gonna call you oh back in a second. God. Not saying that I do that. Oh Not God. saying that I do that. But it's okay. <laughs> If you had a man, look, I stay with my man right now. We're separated, and you know he's a construction guy, so he has a lot of guys over. That's fair. When I'm on, a, when I'm on the phone with you, if he asks you a question, I know you gotta go. That's my expectation. But if you like, oh, I'm single, I'm by myself, blah, blah. So I'm calling y'all here, and man in the background asks you a question. I'm like, what's going on? And now I'm like, I'm not, I'm not interested in any longer. You know what I mean? You know what's funny though? Mm-mm. All of my friends, all the female friends that I have. They never call me after 7 o'clock. If they call me yes, after... You're the- married. You are married. Oh, my God. Next time. What is going on? Yes. A, a real single man <laughs> on your podcast. Like, because this <laughs> semi-single man here, like, this is... What? You should have had... I don't want to blow up your spot, but what, just tell us what you and your no, wife I'm got saying, going on. No, no, I have a lot of female friends. Yeah. I'm not having sex because with Because they respect your the relationship. Right. Yep, that's that's what, what it is. But I a lot told of women don't. That doesn't mean anything out of you shooting yourself in the foot. That's the point that we're, we're t- next question. Guys, y'all see how these women be on me. So good. So 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 back to your point. Texting is a no for me. Okay. It's a de- tell, texting is a deal breaker for me. What are you, what's one of your deal breakers? Like having an aggressive personality. Mm. Mm, really? Yeah. Like, like I mean, I mean aggression in the proper way. But in terms of like just being overly jealous or yes. aggressive, in terms of like if you if I'm afraid of you, mm, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh my gosh, um, like violent. Yes, yeah. yes. For me, would be um, lack of confidence. Of course, I like a very confident man. I like a confident swag. Um, Does money have to come with that confidence? Absolutely. I think that money makes a man very confident. And a lack of money standing next to me would make you a little less confident. I mean, no. So I don't know that. Is it really confidence in himself or is it confidence in the money? Well, it may not be confidence in the money. I mean, to achieve certain money, you have to have a certain type of education or skill. So it could be confidence in in those things. The money is going to come. And I feel like, you know, 
if if you believe that it's coming, it's it's gonna it's some kind of way it'll make its way. You could be a great barber and be a millionaire because you're cutting the right person's hair. So I think if if you're confident in what you do, that's why you gotta you gotta have some some kind of passion that you pursue, and it's not me. You gotta have something that you do, you know, during the day, not idolize over me. But you know, bad women as a man, most women as bad, what we consider as bad. Most men just want to be with those women all day because yeah. they don't want no other man to pursue them. That's why they're with them all day. But how you have time to be with a woman? I don't know. And especially if, like, say, for instance, when I played ball, I knew a lot of cats that, like, had bad chicks. But they want them everywhere. You come into camp. You come in with me after meetings. You come. Well, that means the woman has time to do all of that. Like the woman is, he's he's bringing the woman with him, so she is available. Mm-hmm. I mean, most men who have money and in status, they want women who are available. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, they want you to be able to get a, get on a flight. In the but how do you deal with that? Like, I don't know if you guys ever dealt with that, but how does a woman deal with that? Deal with what? Oh, I'm available. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, you don't play hard to get to a man who's hard to get. I got you. Okay. So money is basically money is the factor. No, money is not the factor. Money is going to be Jamaica, do broke guys approach you? No, not really. Exactly. I mean, money, we don't have to talk about money being a factor. I'm not being approached by men who don't have money. That's bad. But no, I mean, that's what's happening. I'm mad at both of y'all for saying. I mean, I don't no, know. Though, I'm because... not pursuing those men. Those men are approaching me. But money really does not matter as much because the broke person is the one who's, you know, not giving you the money. So it could be. I know football players who he will tell me like, I ain't giving that girl nothing. Nothing. I wouldn't either. And so right. I know teachers who. Give half their paychecks to whoever, you know, if they're dating somebody. Or give their whole paycheck to their wife. So, <laughs> you know, money, all that stuff is relative, you know. Yes, it is. I'm mad at both of y'all. You know why? Oh, my god! I'm mad because both of you guys are beautiful sisters. But you guys use that to your advantage. I'm not saying y'all need it. Use what to our advantage? Y'all, look. No, we don't. Men, it is who we are. Because men break their backs. To satisfy you guys financially, and y'all know that man is struggling to keep up. That doesn't even make sense because Jamika and I both have careers. I we know financially take care of ourselves. Nobody has to break their back for me. But are you? I don't know nobody who didn't broke their back. Right. <laughs> First of all, he's probably been taking care of five different households and mine. So yeah, ain't no breaking backs. Mm-hmm. Probably breaking backs in the bedroom, but not oh, breaking backs. <laughs> money <laughs> but i don't know because i see a lot of guys that you know they, they go for their the, the five star right they go for the five star and they know they can't afford it because it comes with a price right you can't stay at the four seasons and you're just mediocre right i was with one of my partners for essence with the four seasons i was talking to some chicks from la and uh high-end chicks you know they had this design their own designer jewelry and all this i was like bro <laughs> out of your league, bro. You don't want that. She's talking about, yeah, the ring was 40000 The watch was uh, fifty grand. Oh, the bracelet. Not... And she in New Orleans like she, this? She out of my league. What's for effort? 
And she was an executive. <laughs> was she wrong for walking around with all this with no security? The whole four seasons. If you go to four seasons, oh, four seasons, walk, seasons. okay. Yeah, you know, you yeah. have those seven people, people there. Yeah. And uh, and it was all black, you know, which is the beauty part. But I told him, I said, bro, outside of your league, dog. Yeah, for sure. I see you don't want that because you got to keep up. He yeah. brought her, you know, a gin, gin and tonic, you know, $29 gin and tonic. I'm like, bro, stop. Leave it alone. So men will know, You men will say who's out of their league. Do you think women know if men are out of their league? I do. A man is out of my league if he has a certain type of lifestyle that I don't want to participate in. And that could be anything. But if, if a man, you know, loves to party all the time and go out every weekend, that guy is not in my league. We're different. He's he's going to pay for drinks. He's going to pay for sections. He's going to make sure everyone has a good time. That's not really the – I would like for my money to go somewhere else. So that wouldn't be a person that – does out of my league mean somebody who I couldn't be with? Sure, I could probably make that work. That's not a person that I would want to be in a relationship with. But there's a lot of women who will say, I can have any man I want, and I can do this, and I can, no. you know, and it's like, no, men have, you know, men can be out of their league, and women can be out of their league, too, and it's okay. It doesn't mean you're any less of a person. Yeah. You know? That's so important. That happened to me while I was dating. I was like, what? I call Adam, like, Adam, like, what, you know, what is going on? Um, but Adam said, maybe it's just you, Lisa. Yeah. Maybe it's just not that easy. And it's hard to believe yeah. it, you know, because <laughs> we feel like we put the best foot forward. But it's just like, you know, people have the right to yes. choose what they feel like is better for them. And it may not be you. Yeah. You know? And it and it and my girlfriend said, Lisa, it's your ego. You need to tell yourself that it's OK that they're not into you. Yeah. Because it's nothing that you've done wrong. You're just being yourself. Right. You wouldn't want to change who you are to make them be into you. So, And the worst thing you could do as a woman is to do that. Yes. Is to try to contort yourself to be who that person wants you to be or to chase. Because men chase. That's what's in our DMs. Yes. Like on the dark side, on the other side, that's unread. And it's just like. A lot of men just don't know how to read the room. Yeah. And maybe women women don't either. I, I mean, I just don't do the things that I see that men do in terms of when it's blatantly clear that a person is not interested in a man. A man will just constantly pursue. Right. Oh, my God. So, so I heard this from a great philosopher. You guys, I'm not going to say his name because you guys are going to automatically di disagree. But he oh says God, something. Samuels, he says something that made a lot of sense. <laughs> and it goes for both parties, male and female. He said that. Always date a person that likes you more than you like them. That's what my dad always told me. Yeah. Always. I agree with that. Male and female. As a woman, I agree with that. Always. I don't know about a man. If a woman is not into Not a man, that, because if that was the case, then it would be a circular argument where, like, how was it? How would it work no. if it was the same? If you're pursuing me more than I'm pursuing you, okay, be with you. Because you're going to be there. Right. But in my mind, you're supposed to be pursuing me more. Yeah, that wouldn't but, work so as it a wouldn't woman. work. It, like, it, you, it wouldn't you, work. You might like me more than. No. No. That gives no. a man permission to do every and anything to you. You're just like so gung-ho. The man. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Because I thought you just pull out the American Express and you go ahead. Get what you want. Yeah, I would get what I want. But, I mean, you wouldn't hear from me next week. <laughs> Fellas, I would tag you. Y'all hear that, shoes. right? There you go, fellas. Y'all hear sure. that. Sure. Have you taken me shopping? I'm going shopping, and I'm going to say thank you, and then I'm going to go home. I'm not kissing you, hugging you. I'm not. I'm not mm. doing anything. I'm not even going shopping. I'm not even. I don't. I don't even enjoy people's money that I know I don't like. Then why you go out? Well, you don't go out. No, I'm saying shopping. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't let somebody take me shopping that I don't like. 
Mm. Nobody has ever taken me shopping that I don't like, but people have taken me to dinner that I didn't like. Really? How did you? So the game face. How do you do guys that. keep the game face like that? I like, don't even do that. Oh, you don't do that? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I when I started dating, people were like, "You got to be open and date some, you know, date guys that you wouldn't have dated before." So I, I did do that. I dated some guys who were great on paper, and then sitting there at that dinner, I was like, "I'm never going out with them again." Wow. But, but when the check came, I didn't say like, "Let's go Dutch," because I'm oh, never going to no. see you again. Yeah. I yeah, was just unfair. like, you know, that is so unfair. Yeah, I let him pay for the dinner. I was like, "Thank you," and I never talked Ooh, to him that's again. So unfair. Yeah, it is unfair. And when I went out, when he asked me out, I wasn't attracted to him. But I was like, you know what? This is a you good. You can see. You know, you can yes. give it a chance. And I was like, this is a good guy. So I'm going to go to dinner. And I did let him pay for that expensive dinner. He didn't take me shopping and buy me Louboutins. But I did, he did spend some money. And I knew, like, there's no future in this. So I have done, you know, something like that. Where I was with someone and I wasn't attracted to them. And I let them spend a little money on me. That happens in the club. That happens a lot. In Guys life. approach you and yeah. they offer you a drink, and I'm like, uh, you got missing tooth on the side. But yeah, I'll take a French 75. <laughs> oh, you got that missing tooth? <laughs> the, the infamous missing tooth on the side. <laughs> That's also a deal breaker. Huh? <laughs> Women have that too, by the way. Right. Oh, they do. Right. Everybody. <laughs> I tell people, like, I'm going to send you to my dinner. You want to know who my dentist is? Teeth are important. Very, Very instead of buying those shoes, yes, buy, get your side tooth done. Yeah. Yes, and also like make sure you have good smelling breath. Mm. Bad breath is a deal breaker. Ooh. So you can be so cute. Oh, when you start talking, it's a wrap. Oh, how, how long is the process when you're dating before you like catch and release? I mean, I guess it would depend on how many conversations we just have over the phone before yes. before that happens. But I will say, I like I'm a stickler. I will. I do not let men spend money on me that I do not like. Mm. Um, it it means nothing for me to sit across the table from a person I don't like to to get a free meal when I can pay for a meal and really have the person that I really want across from me. Yeah. And it could be you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just don't do that. But, I mean, if somebody wants to take me on a date, if I don't like them, I'm going to let them know, like, I don't think that it's a fit but if we, we if you want to go out and have a good time because i believe anytime i leave my house i'm gonna have fun yeah it doesn't matter who i'm with yeah um so i will do that but it's not gonna get any further than a meal i will not let somebody spend any anything more than a meal on me me too that's good that's fair for a man mm -hmm. and you know is it better if a woman needs money for a need or a want want so a one is this. This yeah. is anything, right? And this is in picking your partner, too. I, before I got married, I only dated women that never needed me. Never. They didn't ask me for nothing, even though they probably were struggling. I wanted to provide for them. But if they always say, well, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, them the ones I stray for, far away from. Because Why? Because they're needy. <laughs> a man doesn't want a needy woman. Now, if a woman, a woman doesn't have to work. But if she's in need for everything, because sometimes their dads or their family takes care of them, or their, you know, generational money. But if they're needy, 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 no. But if she's like, I'm struggling, I'm at work, i am got a second job to pick up this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, yeah. and you see her grinding, yeah. I'm going to help you out, baby. Yeah, I love that. Go I ahead, love baby. Here. I do love that. Now, I love it just because. Yeah. You know, here's some. Go ahead, baby. You grind I here. I want you to come with me this weekend. Go get a pedicure, yeah. get your nails done, get your hair done. It's yeah. on me. I love that. Not because, like, I don't have the money to, but because you just, like, 
want to do that for me. Because you've been working hard and you deserve it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Fellas, they deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to, what can a woman physically do on the outside to look attractive? I said, be receptive. Yoga pants. You got to have them yoga pants. Oh, oh, Jimmy. Keep wearing them yoga pants, baby. Yo. Lululemon, baby. Yes. Yes. That is hilarious. Hey, them yoga pants. Listen, be careful, ladies, with those yoga pants. I want to show the house. Woo, man, yoga pants will get you. Because the thing is, you can wear yoga pants with heels, and you can wear them with tennis shoes. You can wear them inside your house, and you can wear them at Whole Foods. And if a man sees you, he's like, oh, my goodness. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. And then she turned around, was like, she smiled with dimples. Like, oh, my goodness. We're not talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but those those yoga pants, yes. What in the world is going on here? <laughs> no idea what's happening. Something happened. Something's going on in this red cup. I don't know. Oh, man. You going to blame the red cup? What do you guys no. think? That's what I like. I like business attire, too. Yeah, you think a woman looks attractive in a suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Jamie. Listen, it's time to wrap up the show. I'm just trying to Let's help you out, Adam. But golly, what time is it? Yeah, hanging is expecting me Especially so. Especially with the color black. So I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I'm Jamika, the lawyer. Um, I do personal injury, and I have an online business where we do a court order classes called Texas Court Classes. But if you get in a car accident, um. Look me up. How about Jamika? Yeah, Jamika the Lord. We do have a background check, fingerprint, paternity. Oh, wow. Uh, business, we do that. I also do government contracts. So if you're into get, getting a government contract, getting your uh, WDB, DBE, uh, your small business certification with the city of Houston, we can help you guys out with that. Business credit, we do all that stuff. Uh, I consult with you, show you how to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. Oh, uh, that's it. Uh, that's the only stuff in terms of business that I can give to the people. Everything else is. You have a podcast. You DJ. You come on. Uh, you know, <laughs> so culturally nice. distinct. I'm sorry. You're right. Culturally <laughs> distinct podcast. Uh, you probably seen Miss Lisa on it a couple of times. Yes, Elmore was on your. Elmore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Elmore. Elmore in their in their closet pro- right. podcast was on there a couple of times. Uh, you'll see her again in the future. Uh, yeah, man, you might see me in the city of Houston, man. If you ask, if you see me, uh, have any questions about relationships, about being married, about going into potentially being engaged or getting involved with somebody seriously, I will give you uh, thirty seconds of my time. Oh so. my gosh! 